This is the Introvert's Bubble with Anang of Courageous Creativity, telling introvert stories, pushing ourselves to have more adventures and misadventures and to grow. Living life how we need it. As always, rating the podcast on any of the apps you listen to is always appreciated. This topic is coming up because of some of my younger cousins are on their way in or about to, or have been in college for a year or so. And so it's kind of, it's kind of strange talking to them about that because it's just, everything's so much different, but also very much the same. So it's kind of, it's nice to know that I can actually be of help to some of them. And even, I even have a couple of friends who have uh, younger siblings that are going into college, which is very strange for me. And because honestly, it doesn't feel like it's been as long as it's been since I've been there. And honestly, I I loved the experience I had because I made sure I did what I wanted and kind of protected my own time and space the best way I needed to. Because either way, as introverts, I survived it. You can too. It just takes a little more effort. And so I'm going to give you kind of a kind of a list of things that are helpful. The first one's going to be more of a general one that really anybody can use. And these are kind of just tips and tricks that I learned throughout my years and then also ones other friends and other people I've heard kind of just figured out. The first one was kind of the biggest one that I got I was told by another college student before I went in is to make sure you ha- take fun classes throughout your 4 years, 2 years, whatever how many years you do it. Because in the very beginning, they're all kind of, you need to get all your electives in, or your, like, you got to do everything that you need to, like, get all done, get all your science and math and languages or anything else, like, get it all done now so you can have your specific classes you need for your major done. And, like, there's just too much drive out there to get, like, get this shit done. But it's like, you have time, especially when it comes to, like, the bigger universities and everything else. There are other subjects you can take that are just one or two credits that fit in your schedule. There are one or two classes a week. And make sure you just just kind of take one or two each semester. It's not that hard to do. You can work your way through things, especially if you live on campus and everything else. It's not that hard to be able to get through and just try different things because there's, there's so many out there. Next one is most classes you need to take have different times and days. And each semester, those times can change. So if you're not a morning person, do not take a 7 a.m. class, especially for like math that you suck at it, but you need to take at least one of them to get through your major or a science class. Oh, see, I'm great at math. I had no problem taking a 8 a.m. Uh, calc 3 at that time. Yeah, calc 3 class. It was just fine. I'm good at it. But taking a chemistry class where I'm not like great at it or oh my biology Ugh. that one I sucked at taking that taking that one earlier in the day just I I was awful in the very beginning even though I'm actually decent at sciences um another one is take classes out of your major like with the one being fun but not just oh I'm gonna take a bunch of PE classes or I'm gonna take an art class here and there like Try something that's a little more outside your thing. Like, they have uh, certain psychology classes that, depending on what major you have, you need to take at least one. Everyone does, like, Psych 101, 
or behavioral or something else. But there's a couple other ones that will satisfy that requirement that's a little different and a little more fun. Like, you, honestly, just kind of look around and keep an eye out what you got that will actually fit in your schedule and not be a problem. This is a big one. Pay attention to what you're eating. Whether or not you are in a dorm and you get a, a food plan or anything else, like, try not to just eat pizzas everywhere or have burgers and fries and stuff like that. Like, kind of remember you do need to have fruits and vegetables. You liked it when you had it earlier. Like, there's nothing wrong with going to a friend's place and having a cookout together or anything else. Like, there's there's lots of options for you out there. Because you believe me, that fi- freshman 15 is real. Problem is, is that if you don't pay attention to it, that shit just adds up. And then sophomores a lot more, and then juniors a lot more. You just keep adding that shit up. High school only kind of prepares you for college. I hated hearing that from teachers. Like, I'm preparing you for college. We got to do all this hard shit. And they didn't, they only kind of did. Like, they got me into the habit of doing my work and everything else. But most of the shit that a lot of my teachers like, this is going to be in college. They're going to be so tough on you. It's like, mm, no, they weren't. Yeah, they're big on like, okay, assignments due on this because they had to schedule between most professors are doing their own work, not just schoolwork. So they have to schedule around when they can grade things and everything else. So you, they're very big on that, but they're not, they don't care as much if you are, if you don't get one thing done and there's an actual reason or being late. Ugh. I love that if I did if I didn't show up until like ten minutes in, it really wasn't a problem. Just don't be an asshole and like be really loud on your phone or tripping over shit. There really isn't as much of a difference between high school and college other than you have the freedom to not be there. You can show up kinda of when you want, but please show up when if you're at a class, just freaking show up to it. You're paying for that shit. And that's the difference. You're paying for that shit. Because part of what college is, is not just the learning in there. They're kind of there to open your mind. So you can actually try new things out, go out there and be innovative and everything else. That's what they want. They're an academic institution. They should be there to open your minds, to do new research, try new things, invent whatever else you need to do. And if you get the right teachers, they will do that for you. Not going to lie, there are some teachers that are not like that they kind of don't care and you'll find that out really freaking quickly uh next one keep an eye on all your assignments professors don't give a fuck if you got forgot something they don't care about oh i was out i was out late or my printer didn't work like they give you time to do a lot of this work if it if it's like okay next assignment like in two days they give you printouts and you just freaking do them and bring them back. But it's something that you need to do or produce and everything else. They give you weeks a lot of times or even months to do shit. So you have no excuse. If you wait to the last freaking minute and all the paper's gone and all the printers in the school, too fucking bad. Because if they give you a project or a paper at the beginning of the semester and it isn't due until the end of the semester, it's for a reason. You're supposed to have to take that time. To actually start on it. Like, you don't have to start on it the week you get there. Because sometimes you need you need to see kind of how the professor works. And what they, they, they'll usually talk about what 
the need more from the assignment, usually a little ways in, but you need to start thinking about it. Once they start talking about it, go do your research, go get your supplies and everything else. Don't do it the week it's due because they will know that shit and they will pretty much mock you. Because they don't, that's the nice thing about that is uh, they don't have to worry about parent-teacher things because now you're an adult and you need to d- take care of your damn self. All right, next one. If a professor says they grade on a true curve, drop that. I mean, I mean it. I had one professor that did this second I saw this. I knew, like, you, I mean, I mean a true curve. Not like, oh, a kind of a curve. and But they were really adamant about I draw, I do a actual curve and I always do it. That means no matter what someone's score is, there will always be someone who fails. That's what a true curve is, is that there's someone who has to be at the bottom. I don't care if there's only 10 points between the person on top and the person on the bottom. That's the scale. And they, the, each person's scores from either the whole year or each test or whatever else determines where the, the A plus is and where fail is, not where only A plus is. And they go down from there. Like a true curve is someone always fails. And you don't want that shit. That is absolutely ridiculous. That if you do your work and if someone there gets straight C's the whole way through, they can still fail because the curve just fucked them over. Uh, Let's see. Next one is look online if there's any place that kind of rates professors or classes or everything else. Because that is really really good information. I got stuck in a biology class. That was the most dropped, most failed class in the whole freaking university. If I actually would have remembered to look online, I would have I would have found that out quick. This professor it was a biology class, and he didn't even go in any particular order. Like we would be kind of on the surface about plants and everything else, and then the very next week we would drop down to the cellular level with mitochondria and blah blah blah. And it's like it made no fucking sense which direction we're going. I can understand kind of going jumping in the books because textbooks don't really work for how professors or teachers teach. But, oh, if I knew about that, like, believe me, the, and keep it, keep an eye out, just to take a grain of salt. Some of these students are, of course, lazy fucks and won't have to do the work and expect to just pass because they paid and shit, and that's not how it works. But you get enough people who have actual thought out answers and things about these kind of like, oh yeah, this professor's kind of creepy. If you have any of the girls, please don't sit up near front or this professor's never on time. Or if you have anybody who has assignments, like make sure you save it online. And so you have it on your person. Cause he doesn't always remember to give you printouts. Like those little things are very helpful. I, it took me a little bit before I got into the swing of that, and it made it so much easier for me to get things done. And the last one is wherever you want. Like, if you want to wear a cape because that makes you feel cool and comfy and everything else, it's perfectly fine. I had a guy there who always wore onesies. And it was kind of funny. He actually started getting, like, really inventive on some of the things in there. He actually started selling his own. It was fucking hilarious. But, you know, the important thing was he bathed and all his clothes were always clean. So I don't fucking care what you wear long as it's, like, covered and you don't smell like shit. Now, my first day of college, I got stuck seeing three guys in socks and tennis shoes and a cape and nothing else. 
started to see that disgusting little things they had swinging between their legs because that was like their first day of class prank. Yeah, no, I don't think I want to see that. That's kind of sexual harassment. That was, ugh, ugh. I hate it. Honestly, I hate seeing that. But if you want to wear sweats all the time, if you want to wear heels and do your makeup at meals, go for it. Just don't make any excuse of why you can't do something because, well, I'm not comfortable or I don't feel good about myself. If you need to take extra time to do yourself up before you go to class, fine. But then you need to get up earlier to do it. So here are some of the specific things just for introverts because there was some there's there's definitely some times where I made it it made it a little harder for me to feel like I was getting the best out of being in college but also the experience of like exploring being an adult without straight being adult yet. And the first one is your college area just explore it the best you can. Like, not just to know where your classes are, but to know really good shortcuts. Um, find all your quiet areas. Um, really good areas for have that comfortable chairs. All the different foods and everything else. Because it's going to be useful not just throughout the whole year, but when things kind of go around, go on around there. Because I lived on a big university in downtown. They had events in the area or actually on campus. And so I couldn't, I didn't want to walk through some of these areas because they were freaking crowded. Or also you get to midterms and finals and everywhere that most people study at are just filled. So you need to find someplace a little quieter for yourself or someplace a little out of the way. Or just finding food for yourself around those times can just suck. Um, If you're in a dorm, be very specific about what you want in a roommate. You should be able to have like a, Things saying, like, I prefer someone a little more quieter. I liked to be a little more clean. Like, they usually try to do that stuff. But, of course, some people don't fill out very well. So, you kind of have, you can have a problem with your roommate. But being being proactive about that makes it a little easier for the person who's ever deciding on who's in each dorm room together. What will work a little better. But also, at the end, don't be afraid to ask to be moved. You need to be comfortable with who you're living with. If they are slobby or always have friends over or always loud, like you need to be, you, again, you're an adult here. You need to advocate for your own well-being because you can't, if you just let keep letting things go because you don't want to have a confrontation or anything else, like they're just going to keep walking all over you because you don't have any boundaries. Like, you can always talk to them at first, and it's like, oh, yeah, your first week or so, you have a bunch of people over because maybe they feel lonely, and so they want all their friends over a little bit more. And maybe you can kind of feel it out that, okay, they're gonna they're tapering down some. That's perfectly fine. But if you have someone that steals your food or plays music and never has headphones on, and they play it all fucking night, then no, that's going to be a little bit different thing. Now, I, had, I was a little more lucky because when I did live... In a place I was, that was when I studied abroad. And we all had our own bedrooms. And we just shared a kitchen living room area. Which was perfectly fine. If I had to share a bathroom with those fucking boys I had, they would all have been dead. Because they were slobs. And they loved living with me because I was actually 
shown how to clean. Like I, I had, it was a very American thing to clean all the time. <laughs> While they did not, especially the boys, they were pretty much, all of them were babied. Oh my fucking God. Like some of them did not realize that leaving food on your plates anywhere for long enough creates mold. Or that food just expires at some point because they always had someone else at home taking care of all that shit. And so they loved it because I kept things clean. But after a while, I couldn't take it. So there was just slight intervention as in I took all the dirty, moldy dishes and the boys were gone the week, for the weekend because they had to go home for their parent, for their mom to wash their laundry for them. And they left their doors unlocked, and I just smeared all that moldy shit on their beds. Fixed everything. They were a little scared of me for, like, a week. But it worked. Alright, the next thing is, always have headphones with you. I understand most people do anyways, but honestly, I usually had, I had two with me. (laughs) Like, I had my really good headphones for when I really wanted to, like, work out or if I was walking, really wanted to play music and everything else. But I also had my bigger, like, over-the-ear ones that was a little more noise-canceling. They weren't uh, quite that at that point because I don't know if we had anything quite that good then or I, I didn't want to pay the money for it. But that way, I people knew I had shit on my head and don't talk to me. Like some of the other ones I had, there were just small ones that go over my ears. I can never wear earbuds because my ear canals are, or the things there are, are too shallow. So earbuds don't work for me. But I want to make sure that people know they're on. Don't talk to me. Next one is Wi-Fi can suck sometimes. So whether or not you live on campus or you go in or anything else, like you'll have a better place to get internet. Like save shit onto whatever you have with you, your laptop, the tablet, your phone, because you get to a place and there's just hundreds of people there, Wi-Fi is going to suck. Or it goes down because it's administration and any place that has any big system just doesn't always work. So keep yourself queued up. Have a TV show, have an audiobook, whatever you need to be entertained and and just be left alone. You kind of need to have that ready for yourself. Um, next one is keep an eye out for class sizes. Because sometimes... You, you have to kind of see what works better for you. Sometimes having a bigger class works great because you can just kind of fade in with the crowd. You don't get called on or anything else. You have to worry about that. But sometimes you want to have a smaller class if you need to kind of have more discussions than everybody else. Now, on top of that, there are some bigger classes that people just don't fucking care. They're just there to be there and... They just need to get a passing grade to get their requirement done. And so people are just talking nonstop and everything else. You kind of have to, like, figure out which works for you. With the smaller classes, sometimes you need them for um, more attention from the teacher and everything else. But also the idea of a class you don't really want to talk in. Smaller ones usually mean you have to talk more, and that kind of sucks when... It's a class you don't really care about. <laughs> like I had a, I took a piano class and I loved it. 
it was kind of like as the one of the first points I said, it's like take fun classes. I took two semesters of piano because I wanted to. I still suck at playing it. I can't really play sheet music, but I can hear it and I can play a little better by ear. But I, I, I like the class because we usually always work by ourselves and everything else. But the idea of having to discuss pieces that we played is horrifying to me. Especially, I'm like, I don't care as much. I don't, I don't care who this composer is and why he played it and the history behind it. I kind of didn't care about that. I was there just to play and learn. That was about it. <laughs> but also on top of what the schedule stuff is, is just figure out, like, keep an eye on how you, how your schedule is spread out. Maybe you work better with sports of energy in your classes. Like, all of a sudden you have a 10 a.m. class, you have 30 minutes in between, take your next one, and then you have an hour for lunch, and then you have one more and you're done. Like, maybe that works for you. Maybe you want to have just three classes a little more spread out, especially if you have, you live on campus, it might be a little easier for you to come and go and everything else. I had one semester that kind of sucked where I had to be at school at 5 a.m. and I didn't leave until 9.45 p.m. And that really sucked because... There, my last two classes had a, it was a five and a half hour spread between them. And it was fine for a little bit because I had a friend who hung out with me after the last, my second to last class for like an hour or so. And then I went, usually did homework and then I had dinner and stuff like that. Like it, it got, it was okay for a while, but after, after like I think midterms, I was just, I was losing my mind. Because there's only you don't have that much homework for a lot of this stuff, and just sitting in the same places, kind of bored, and you have all that time. It's like I can't keep watching the same shows. I can't just sit here and listen to the same music over and over again. Like it's it just got really hard. And then usually the very next day, I wasn't very good at my first class the next day because I was exhausted from all just being there and all the noise and all the people and everything else and. And just just all the stuff. Like, I needed more privacy. And you couldn't get that when you didn't live on campus. All right. The last point I'm going to have is just forget FOMO. Forget about missing out on things. If that's not your, not your scene, not your crowd, not what you do. Like, I didn't go to keggers. I didn't go to any of these big parties because I didn't fucking care about it. I did drink. I didn't go to do all these weird drinking games and all this stuff. Like, it just wasn't my scene. But there's there are plenty of things out there you can do. There are so many different societies and clubs and everything else out there. You can make friends with the people in your classes because sooner or later you're going to have enough projects out there or things you're going to see each other doing the same research and everything else. The thing is, when you're in college, you're always gonna miss, you're gonna miss out on something. You always will. Someone else is gonna be able to go to a research thing or get an opportunity to go to a museum for something else. Like, there's always something you're just you're just gonna miss out. That's how life is. There's just a lot of shit going on in the world, and you're just one person with 24 hours. Like, you just things will overlap. You kind of have to get over it. It's really not that bad. And I yeah, I miss a lot of different group activities because I just wanted to get home. Even if I had 
I would go to study groups and hang out with people to do projects and stuff like that. But I just, I also had a job. I'll tell you at that point, my last two years of college, I had two jobs. And it was just, it was a little too much for me. You can't, you can't waste your energy on things just because it was going to be fun and you're not going to be there because there's only so much you can do in life. And it doesn't make your college experience any less. You can still have lots of fun. You can still have all those different memories, do all these things with different people. Like it's, it's not like you've diminished yourself or your time there because you just didn't do everything else that everything that everyone else is doing. Okay, this is not an exhaustive list on in any sense. I may be updating this in the blog. This will be linked in the show notes and everything else. But either way, congrats on getting to college. You will survive. Have fun. Explore. Do what you get, wanted to do because your ass is paying for it. Unless you're one of the lucky people that got a scholarship. Good for you. Because either way, you can find your place there. You can find a way to explore, experience, have fun, and everything else. That still doesn't exhaust you or makes you feel like you're a horrible person because you're not like everyone else. You will still have plenty of fun, and you will still find people that you can fit in with. Thanks for listening. Check out the show notes for the links to the blog and my Patreon, where you can get more info, check out products, Hit me up on Instagram at The Introverts Bubble or Courageous Creativity.